Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed, leaving a star rating and a review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you very much, especially everybody who does that. Welcome to all the new listeners, if you may have heard me on Talking Metal. Yeah. So I was on the Year in Review 2014 episode of Talking Metal, which was an honor and a privilege to be on it. Like I've said, and I went on record saying uh, the first two shows I ever subscribed to as a podcast listener was the Rock and Roll Geek Show and Talking Metal, my two inspirations. And uh, wow, it was awesome. Mark, great host, makes you feel immediately at ease and just way easier to do my thing and i had a blast on it hope to do more and if i'm ever asked i'll feel equally honored and privileged to be on it even just to be considered as great so yeah i'm flying high here feeling great about the show got a lot of fun things to do here on this show including a brand new permanent outro song wait for that one. Oh yeah uh but hey everybody's doing it why can't i these are uh, some wrapping up 2014 as a musical year i'm doing a two-parter but not the two-parter i originally planned man so i got roughly about 40 new records this year not bad not bad it's not completely ridiculous but i think 40 is pretty healthy that's almost one a week and uh, i was trying to do a top 20 and i was really having a hard time pretty much past 10 so uh, what I'm going to do on this one, I'm going to play you 10 of my favorite songs of the year, which, as uh, luck would happen, are songs that are on albums that didn't make my top 10 album list. I know that sounds weird, but there were a lot of cool songs on some of these records, and, uh, you know, like the records, but not in the top 10. That's not a bad thing. It's just, uh, I pretty much really liked every album I got this year. Uh, so I wanted to share some of that some more with you. If you're a longtime friend of the show, you've heard at least these artists represented this year on, our, on my new music episodes. Whenever I come across 10 albums during the year, I play them as recommendations. So these are all recommendations. We're going to start off here with something off of the new Billy Idol. And that was a really good record this year. Kind of a surprise because I liked it a lot better than the previous album. So uh, he put out a song, and is, a lot of you may have heard this. This was the single he's been promoting on the album. But since radio doesn't play Billy Idol, I'm going to play him. This single is awesome. And uh, I said this when I played another song off of this album. If this song, Can't Break Me Down, was performed by you know somebody that is happening on the charts, like a Katy Perry or something like that, this would be a number one single. Hands down, a number one single. But... Billy is awesome. This is Billy's song, and he deserves to have another number one single. So here you go. Kicking off the show here, my favorite songs of 2014. This is Billy Idol with Can't Break Me Down. i 
There you go. Kicking off the show here tonight. Joey's favorite songs of 2014. That was the great Billy Idol with Can't Break Me Down off of his new album, Kings and Queens of the Underground. Go check it out. I think it's got a nice variety of styles on there. And if you like Billy, you will like this record a whole lot. All right, moving on here. Second song here of the show. Friends of the show, The Dolly Rots, put out a new album this year called Barefoot and Pregnant. It's a super fun record. You should definitely check it out. And I think there's a video out for every song on the album. I always enjoy that. And this was one of the singles that they were promoting this year, so I want to give it some love. 
one of the best songs on the album. Like I said, turn it up. It's a lot of fun. This is the Dolly Rots with Get Weird. Right, there you go. That was the Dolly Rots with Get Weird off of their new album, Barefoot and Pregnant, or Newish. It came out in 2014 at least. Go check it out. Go buy it from directly on the DollyRots.com. They've got a family to support, so go purchase their stuff directly from them. They've got great merch too. I like their merch a lot. All right, moving on here. Next song on the show. Going to play something by a band that is pretty popular nowadays. They play arenas, which I still think is kind of weird. Uh, the Black Keys, not hating on them playing arenas. It's just like, what do you do? You got two guys in the band. Maybe a third? I don't know. Maybe they have a touring keyboardist? I would hope so. Maybe. But uh, hopefully you got a great stage show there. 
I don't know. I, I guess I should have gone to the show. Maybe I could have answered all these questions that I have in my head. But I like the term blue record. I, I didn't like it as much as Brothers, uh, El Camino. Eh, you know, I like those records. I like some of these newer ones that they've done. I like the old stuff too. I like it all. Like some people that you know, I guess found them first. They're a little angry at these new records, but I think they're really cool. I like the Danger Mouse production. I think it lends itself really well to the Black Keys. I don't know why, but it works for me. And this is one of those kind of songs. Nothing new under the sun, but I really love it when they turn the swagger on. And this is an example of that. The Black Keys with Ten Lovers.
right, there you go. That was the Black Keys with 10 Lovers off of their 2014 release, Turn Blue. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it's an interesting record. They open up with a really, like, kind of dark, psychedelic jam, you know, that goes on for, like, seven or eight minutes. So, real risky, and, you know, that's cool. They take chances, and, you know, people still love them. So, at this point, they're still selling records, playing big places. I wish them all the luck. And uh, But if they ever... Uh, their popularity ever declines and they go back to playing clubs and theaters i'll go see them still i think they're a really really good band and i think uh popularity some people may not even give them a chance and and you should so yeah they don't need my help let's just move on here <laughs> gonna play something off a really cool record nice surprising record red dragon cartel this is a cool record and i'm interested to see what they do next also i mean it's funny, like the expectation I had going in was a little low in the in the sense that uh, the guy that Jakey e. Lee hired to be in this band as a singer, Darren James Smith, you know, the initial reaction and that first gig they played in L.A. where the guy like totally tanked the show because he was so bombed and everybody was like, oh my God, like, you know, Jake went out and hired this like total butthead, like, oh man, this is over before it even gets started. And as luck would have it, uh, put on the record and it's like, wow, yeah, this guy can sing. You know, this is obviously a real organic hard rock heavy metal singer that's got some chops. So this is why he's in the band. So I got to give it up for the guy. I think his tracks are really strong. You know, like he had everything going against him even after that. And then this album is half him on lead vocals and half guest vocalists. So it's, it's a, it's a weird different record in that sense. You know, it's a band, but then all of a sudden you hear Robin Zander singing or Paul Diano singing and it's a great hard rock slash heavy metal record and I think if you're a fan of the genre you should definitely have this record go and get it you will not be disappointed you can hear Jake showing signs of his chops on Bark at the Moon and Ultimate Sin hasn't missed a step at all so the playing on it's great good metal what more can you say I gotta say one of my favorite songs on here and I played it earlier this year on the show I can't get over the ballad on the record for some reason. I really like the ballad on here. Yeah, I love the heavy tracks, but this song, I I just love it. And I, I can't stop listening to it. So I'm going to play it once again on the show here because it's a legitimate favorite song of 2014. This is Red Dragon Cartel with Fall From The Sky.
right, there you go. That was Red Dragon Cartel with Fall from the Sky. And in parentheses, Seagull is the official title. And that's from the self-titled debut by Red Dragon Cartel. Go check it out. Like I said, looking forward to seeing what they do on the second album. And I was just getting back into town from Vegas this year when they came to Dallas. So hopefully they come back. I will definitely go see them once they make it back into town. All right, moving on here. Gonna actually play like another ballad in the heavy metal genre. One of my favorite releases this year was the Ronnie James Dio tribute album called This Is Your Life. There's some really good performances on there. As tribute albums go, which are usually 50-50 for me, and that's being nice. You know, some of them are like 30-70, and that's not on the good side of things. But uh, with the exception of maybe just a couple of songs, I think it's a really solid release. And uh, if you're once again, if you're a metal fan, you should definitely have this. The thing I really like about it that makes it extra classy as a tribute is that when uh, they bring in somebody who's you know going to be able to handle it on his own as a singer, doesn't have a band coming in with him, they basically put some of Ronnie's solo lineups together like a reunion and played on it. Like pretty much every Dio alumni is represented on this album with the of course massive exception of Vivian Campbell which is unfortunate but everybody else is on this thing and that's so cool and uh, great Dio lineup with Craig Goldie, Rudy Sarzo, Scott Warren and Simon Wright play on this track and with one of his longtime friends and one of the all-time greats uh, the great Glenn Hughes uh, to me like between this one and the Doro Pesh song I think that the Glenn kind of stole the CD so Check this out. This is awesome. This is Glenn Hughes doing Ronnie James Dio's Catch the Rainbow. Check it out. Oh 
Yeah, I realized immediately when I said it that I, I kind of screwed up there, but hey, I was uh, the whole thing was from the heart other than that. That was Glenn Hughes with his cover of Rainbows, Catch the Rainbow, of course, from their debut album. Yeah, 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 I know. It's, it's either 74, 75, something like that, yeah. But uh, that, that's that's a classic album, of course. If you want to hear the original, go check that out. Yes, it does sound like uh, Little Wing, of course. There's a little bit of Little Wing going on in there. Uh, I played that for a buddy of mine the other day, Steve, and he said that he could hear some Robin Trower in there, so at least in that version. So uh, good comparisons there. Nothing to be ashamed of at all. I Someone told me that Glenn Hughes sang that at Ronnie's funeral. I, I can't find any confirmation on that, but if he did, wow. Uh, whew, yeah, what can you say about that? I'm sure it brought the house down. Not a Not a dry eye for sure. I can barely listen to that without getting a little welted up, but... Anyway, moving on here. Next track I'm going to play for you here. A band that I've been following for a while. Uh, you know, originally on principle, but now i got to say they're really making it by their own merit. Uh, is a band, Fozzie. And, of course, I think most people that came in uh, originally with Fozzie did it because of Chris Jericho. You know, I'm a pro wrestling fan. And, uh, you know, I, I always thought that Chris Jericho was the best rock star that wasn't a real rock star. I mean, he definitely... Uh, had all those rock star aspirations that he brought into pro wrestling. So once he finally got a band going, and, and, and finding out earlier on that, you know, in high school, he definitely had played in some bands here and there. So he always had it in his blood. And once Fozzie finally got the ball rolling, uh, they, they went from being a cover band to throwing down some original material. And as time went on, I really do believe that they, they've been getting better with each album. Especially these last few records, man. Like, starting with Chasing the Grail especially. If you haven't checked them out yet, start from there. Maybe go up. Uh, but, man, I've really been enjoying their stuff the last few records. And uh, this is a really cool, catchy song. Should have been on the radio. Not on the radio. Screw radio. What can you say? Uh, but from their new album, Do You Want to Start a War? This is Fozzy with Lights Go Out. Check this one out.
There you go. That was Fozzie with Lights Go Out from their new album, Do You Want to Start a War? If you've been a longtime friend of the show, you probably heard earlier this year, they actually did a cover of ABBA's SOS on their new record, too, like making it into a metal song. And you got to hear that one if you haven't heard it yet. It's, it's freaking awesome. So good record. Go get it. I, I mean, you could do a hell of a lot worse. It's really, really good. So, all right. Moving on here. Let's have some fun. Uh, yet another cover song that I really enjoyed, an update, if you will, because it's definitely got all new lyrics on it for the most part. And uh, I've just, whenever I'm just having that day, I am so glad that there is a new body count record that exists. Uh, it's been one of my go tos when I'm having a shit day at work. This is the one you put on. Everybody out there, go pick up Body Count's Manslaughter album because you're going to need it at some point. And this is one of the reasons why. Here's some primal scream therapy for you. Body Count doing an updated cover version of the Suicidal Tendencies punk metal classic, Institutionalized. Here you go. Yo, I came home from work the other day. I was tired. I just wanted to sit back in my big chair and play a little Xbox. You know, relax a little. Then my wife comes in. She starts telling me, I play too much Xbox I said, what the fuck do you mean? This is just how I relax Can I just play a little Xbox? Then she says, I saw an Oprah today That guys that play video games Don't love their wives I'm like, motherfucking bitch Fuck Oprah I don't give a fuck I just wanna play my video game I don't give a fuck about Oprah Oprah ain't got no man You better worry about your motherfucking self I just wanna kill some motherfuckers on Xbox she said, you seem like you have an anger problem. Maybe you need some help. I'm like, bitch, call the police now. You wanna be institutionalized? You come out brainwash, bloodshot eyes. You won't have anything to say, they'll brainwash you, GC, they wait. I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. You put me in the institution, said it was the only solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. The other day I go on the internet, I'm just trying to check my email. So I put in my password, it says I have an invalid password. I know my fucking password, so then it says go to customer service. So I get on customer service, I start talking to this dude. This motherfucker sound like he's from India or some shit. He says to me, what's your first dog's name? I don't know what my fucking first dog's name was. What the fuck's the matter with you? I just want my password. Give me my fucking password. So then he ends up 
been sent to your email address. I'm like, I can't get in my email address. What about can't get in my email address? Do you not understand, motherfucker? He says, oh my God, it seems like you have an anger problem. You should have that checked out. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You're driving me crazy. Institution. You put me in the institution. Said it was your own solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. The other day I'm just sitting alone On lunch break at my job Trying to eat a ham sandwich Got little potato chips in the side Little Kool-Aid This motherfucker walks up to me And says, are you gonna eat that? Like, yeah, I'm gonna eat that What do you fuck you think I'm gonna do? Shove it up your ass? Do you understand that that pork could kill you? Look, motherfucker Pork is not gonna kill me Unless they figure a way to shoot it out of a fucking gun But I might kill you Do you realize how much sugar is in that Kool-Aid? I said, do you realize how much blood is in the human body? Do you want to see it, motherfucker? He said, oh my God, you need therapy. You have an anger problem. Ah! I'm not crazy. Institution. You're the one that's crazy. Institution. You drive me crazy. Institution. You put me in the institution. Said it was your own solution to give me the professional help to save me from the enemy myself. Ah, yes. Now, don't you feel more relaxed and better? Yeah, I know I do. But there you go. That was Institutionalized 2014 by The Great Body Count featuring Ice-T and Ernie C and all the boys. From that album, Manslaughter, go check it out. There's some nice social commentary on there. Not always to be taken seriously, but some of it should definitely be taken way seriously. All right, let's stick with the fun here on a completely different level. And I've played this song once again on the show earlier this year, but I, it hasn't left my head since I've discovered it, since it first got released. And uh, one of my favorite videos of the year, too. A guy that never lets you down when it comes to any kind of media format. The great Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. And I talked about this when I played it originally, but I'll go ahead and do it again at the risk of sounding redundant. But... The thing I've always loved about Weird Al, especially as the years have gone on, you know, when you're a kid and you find him, it's like, oh yeah, he's parodying that song that I know, or like, either one. If you don't like the song, when he parodies it, you love it. That's the the genius of this whole thing. That's the great thing about parodies. Uh, but the originals, the ones that aren't parodies, uh, he definitely, I feel like he definitely works harder on them, honestly, because he finds a band that he likes for the most part, and cops the style and writes a song that they would have written. Maybe not so much lyrically, but the style and and vibe of it is completely that band. Like uh, something that Mark Mothersbaugh said when he first heard Dare to be Stupid. He was so mad at Al because he said he wrote the perfect Devo song. And the fact that they didn't write the perfect Devo song, he like kind of hated him for it. And uh, so yeah, things like that. Uh, something that he did on his new album that I didn't see coming at all was he did a Pixies-style parody from this original song, and he just nails them. I mean, just 
right up against the wall for everybody to see. And I'm sure everybody in the band has heard it by now. Fans of the Pixies may have heard this, and, and they're probably like, wow, yeah, he totally nailed it. So here you go. Very funny social commentary on what goes on uh, pretty much in this country. I'm sure it happens in other countries, but uh, this is Weird Al Yankovic with First World Problems. From his very first number one album. Yeah, it took him 30 years, 30 plus years to get a number one album. How do you like that? Such a crime, but finally rectified. That was Weird Al Yankovic with First World Problems from Mandatory Fun. Go check it out if you liked it. Of course, he lambasts some other people 
that are popular now and will probably be gone tomorrow, which is kind of more of a thing that happens now with his records. And the older I get, the more original the songs are. All right. Last two songs here going out on a bang. Uh, from a you know a surprise for most people, and I think even fans would admit this. I've heard a few admit it. Uh, surprise, awesome release from Ace Fraley. His new album, Space Invader, is really good. Uh, if you're a fan, you're going to be just in hog heaven. Uh, this is definitely some quality material from Ace. Great playing. That that definitely, of course, needs to be said. Uh, and you know, I got to say, like this is the one they've been using to support the album and I think it's one of the best songs I've heard all year as when I don't get sick of a single that's when I know it's a great song so the single from Space Invader is a song called give me a feeling and it smokes and I, I even love like the solo section it got the echo going it's a perfect Ace Fraley song and uh, I think poppy enough too for some other people to dig it even if you're not massive kiss nerds like I am even if you're not a massive kiss nerd and I am but I think you could play this for other people who don't give a shit about Kiss or Ace Fraley and be like, that's a, that's a really good song. Trust me, it'll work. So here you go. This is Ace with Give Me a Feeling."
ago. That was Ace Fraley with Give Me a Feeling from Space Invader. Go check out that record. And uh, I think I said this on Talking Metal, actually. Did I, did I mention I was on Talking Metal? Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, but if, you, if you're a fan and he comes to your town, you got to see this. Because, I mean, I, I was so happy not only to hear him play the songs, but he's nailing the solos. And I, I, I got to be honest, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting him to have been so brushed up on his stuff that he would just nail it, sounding just like the record. When they're playing Strange Ways, note-for-note note solo. Shock me, of course, note-for-note note solo. But yeah, it was, it was those things like Strange Ways. He's nailing it, and it's you got to see it. It's it's so cool. Yeah, hearing him do the solos on Parasite and Rip It Out and all that, uh, it's, it's the ultimate ace experience. Go see him if he comes to your town. All right, last song here on the show. If I got to give it to one song the whole year, it's my favorite song. It's probably this one, I got to say. Today it's this song. It's been like this for quite a few months now. Uh, great collaboration here. And uh, if, speaking of guitar players, a uh, guy I know who loves Ace, especially this guy, Marty Friedman, put out a very awesome record this year called Inferno. Uh, I, I don't know why it's not my top ten. It, it, maybe it should be, but... Uh, Go get this record. Uh, it's it's great. It's got some great collaborations on there. And once again, for a guitar-driven record, it's not just this wank fest, you know. Like and that sounds cliche to say, but it's really not because you got some singers on there, and then you got these cool collaborations, even with other guitar players uh, like uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela. You probably you might know those people. They're on there. Uh, Marty doing a collaboration with Jason Becker, which. Uh, is is a miracle in and of itself and if you don't know why you should definitely know go look up some jason becker much and massive respect uh but uh, another collaboration and when these guys get together great things happen and that could just be on this gentleman's podcast where marty will go on and they'll they'll want to talk about maybe marty and they just keep talking about kiss so like i said these two guys are my best friends they just don't know it yet uh, but my favorite song of the year, and I'm not just kissing ass because legitimately I think it's the best song of the year. This is Marty Freeman with lead vocals by Danko Jones. This is I Can't Relax. Let's shatter some windows. Turn this bad boy up as loud as you possibly can. You won't regret it, I promise you. Take it away, guys. I'm always ready. Let's get busy. Burn it down on the ground. Okay. 
All right, that's how you end a freaking show there, if I do say so. That was Marty Friedman with special guest lead vocalist Danko Jones with I Can't Relax from his new album called Inferno. Go get Marty Friedman's Inferno. You will not regret it. I mean, that song's any indication, right? There's another song with Denko on there, and like I said, a bunch of cool guest stars, and the ridiculous lead guitar playing of Marty Friedman. Ah, yeah, Denko's got a new record coming out, I think, in February, and that's already a top contender for album of the year. If I know Denko, he's already in my top five, almost like without saying, on principle. I've heard one song from it, and it's already, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I'm sure I will probably be right about that. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode here. My 10 favorite songs of 2014 as of way past New Year's Day. But hey, we're still wrapping up the New Year, right? I wait until the ball drops to really get my list going. I know that's weird, but you know, hey, that's just that's how I have to do it. Maybe something will come out on Christmas. It's happened before. So all right. Please go to cnjradio.com, home of this show, Rock Strikes 10, home of The Synaptic, featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Completely different from my show, but equally awesome. Go check out The Synaptic. Like all, and, and do the same thing with that as you do with Rock Strikes 10 on Facebook, at Rock Strikes 10 on Twitter, all that fun stuff. And uh, we'll be back in just like, you know, a couple of days. I'm going to let this one barely breathe. And by that time, my top 10 albums of 2014 will be a reality. Hope you enjoy it. Please continue to spread the word. Oh my gosh, this freaking guy, Chris Riley. Uh, thank you for promoting uh, Rock Strikes 10. That's awesome. He he put it on Striegel's uh, Facebook timeline page. And, you know, that makes all the difference in the world, man. So thank you so much. You're the man. Thank you, Chris Riley. Thank you, Matt Ashcraft. Thank you, Todd Cunningham. Thank you, Andrew Jacobs. And Zach. Oh, gosh. Who else? Uh, friggin' BJ. BJ Cramp. Uh, yeah. I'll do. I'll, I'll make the big list, and we'll do it at the uh, year-end albums episode. But you're all going to get thanked. I love you all. Thank you so much, friends. Oh, yeah. And one last thing before I go here. Got to give an extra special thanks to Pete LaRussa. Pete, you play in a really cool band called Space Beard. And I hit you up for this, and you didn't let me down. I want to thank you and the rest of the guys in Spacebeard for hooking me up with this. I was racking my brain the other day at work, and uh, this is a quick story, then I'll get out of here. So I'm racking my brain. I'm always, you know, if I'm on autopilot somewhere, like in the car at work or whatever, and uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of doing these outro songs. I mean, they're fun and everything, but, you know, I don't know if I'm the only one that gets the joke sometimes, or I just, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass to pick something, and I just want to post the show, and I just want to have something ready. So, you know, it's time to have a permanent outro song for Rock Strikes 10. Hope you enjoy it. I freaking love it. It's my favorite thing in the world right now. And uh, until further notice, this is the official outro song for Rock Strikes 10. So without further ado... Take it away, Space Beard. See you on the next one. Have fun. Oh.